Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV advertisements that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm Al, and I'm here with my bestest buddy, Courtney. I'm here. You're here and you're so sleepy. I'm not sleepy. You're not sleepy. It's 9 p.m. at night. We just recorded <laughs> a fucking hell of an episode. We're doing a two for a baby. Oh, yeah. I have Coca-Cola Starlight coursing through my veins. Yeah. I took a sip. And like a, a kid who was never given sugar, I, was, <laughs> I haven't drank a Coke in a while. Oh, yeah. And so this is... Well, I have a lot of sugar, so it was like drinking water to me. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, Coca-Cola Starlight, what's our review? Um, Pretty good. Okay. How did you describe it? Coca-Cola La Croix. Yeah, it's like a sparkling, <laughs> a Coke-flavored sparkling water. A little I agree. 20% stronger than your average sparkling water flavor. With like one marshmallow in it. <laughs> okay. Someone, someone sifted through the Lucky Charms marshmallows into the Coca-Cola. Oh, yuck. And then took away half of it. I don't like that. And then put water in the rest. Wow, okay, you're still going. <laughs> yes, it's my job. I'm the co-host. So this is the Thoid episode of... Despicable... Despicable me. There's so many of them. How many have... Are there like five? Four. We're four. only doing four. We're only doing four. The last one is... Is a freebie. <laughs> we can't possibly. <laughs> What's Despicable May, Al? It is the season or month. <laughs> Not the season. It is the month where we talk about the most despicable bad guys and corporations who've done the most harm to people and the earth. Yeah. Also, it's really hard to choose. It's just rough. How is this? How does this vary from our other episodes? Well, we talk about the minions a lot. Yeah, we do talk about the minions a lot um, because, as our producer likes to inform us, it's just a constant day in day out. Yeah. Um, there is a portion of time that I don't remember anymore. Uh, Eighteen twelve <laughs> to nineteen sixty-eight. Right. Of course. How do I know that? Because we're eighteen twelve to Vietnam. Yeah. That is the period. But not all of Vietnam. Not all of it. (laughs) Where the minions were, well, I guess the minions could be drafted. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) we'll get into that later, I'm sure. Uh, That is the period where the minions were resting safe and sound in Antarctica, unable to be utilized by the world's baddest bad guys. By choice, question mark? But what if? What if the minions were here? What if they were everywhere? Working for corporations. Or whoever is the worst. They're working for the worst guy. Corporations. Corporations. (laughs) They're buying Twitter right now. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I guess that's what it, I guess that's what Despicable Me is. That's what it is. All you need to know is, A, peop, this is going to be a bad one. This could be rough. <laughs> Two, minions are involved. Yeah. We're going to incorporate as much minion play as we... If you haven't seen the, if you haven't seen the uh, content warnings yet, just go double check that yeah. episode description yes. and you'll see. And then you can make a choice about whether or not to listen. Don't worry. Or you can skip to like, I don't know, 40 minutes in and then we'll talk about the minions. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Something for everyone. Something for everyone. War crimes and little, little guys. Little guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say the name Bayer? Um, the medicines. Yeah. That's in, oh, it's make your heart good (laughs) when it's bad? Yeah. Yes. 
I think, isn't that the one that they tell you to take one bear a day to prevent a heart attack? Apparently it's not true anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. But that's outside the scope of okay, this. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The majority of the world knows bear for aspirin. Yeah. One of the oh, most, aspirin. Yeah. Okay. One of the most ubiquitous household pain relievers ever created. Yeah. First described by French chemist Charles Frederick Gerhardt in 1853... <laughs> He sounds suspicious. He does. Acetosalicylic acid yeah. is a modification of the acid naturally found in willow bark, which has been long used as a remedy in traditional medicine. I use this for my um, uh, uh, bladder disorder. Oh. And I use Advil for so many other things. Yeah. All my other disorders. Well, I can't have uh, Advil or ibuprofen because I had too much of it in my early colitis days. Oh, boy. I had too many tummy aches. <laughs> and then it made more tummy aches. Uh-oh. Anyways. Anyway. In 1899... <laughs> Bayer patented their formulation of acetosalicylic acid as aspirin, and yeah. like Velcro and Kleenex, it quickly became a proprietary epidemic for any pain-relieving pill. Acid. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Bayer's second major product mm. was originally introduced as a non-addictive substitute for morphine. Uh-oh. Can you guess what it is? Uh, 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 I forget the word. It's, um, M-methadone? No, I actually don't know if you've heard of this one. Oh, it's okay. called, uh, heroin. You're right. I haven't heard about it. <laughs> Hal, are we going to have minions? N- uh, no. <laughs> we, are, we can't. We're going to have them in worse places oh, doing okay. worse things. Okay, fine. So heroin was trademarked by Bayer and marketed, Whoa. and like the the name heroin, heroin was trademarked by Bayer and marketed from 1898 to 1910 yeah. as a cough suppressant and an over-the-counter treatment for common ailments like pneumonia and tuberculosis. Is it a cough suppressant, actually? You gotta gargle with it. I mean, in some ways. (laughs) It's a something suppressant. (laughs) They weren't the first people to create the drug, obviously. Yeah, yeah. uh, But they were the first to commercialize it. Is heroin a thing that's processed? Or is it... It's an opiate. Oh, 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 okay. It's an opiate. I get it. I'm bad with drugs. It's fine. I don't take many of them. You don't need to be good. (laughs) So just like aspirin, they created a consumer relationship with the name heroin. Oh, Okay. It was because these two drugs were so well-known to consumers that their rights and trademarks were confiscated in 1917, along with all of the assets, the company name, and their well-known cross logo. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I know the cross logo. Yeah. Okay. Due to Why their, was it confiscated? Due to their production of explosives and chemical weapons for the German war effort. Oh, there we go. Here we are. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> The Kaiser, he's here. Oh boy! Oh my God! We just went. We we just took a left hand swing turn. Pedal to the metal, baby! Wow, 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 wow! So Bayer's U.S. assets were auctioned off to the highest bidder. Yeah. One Sterling Winthrop, oh, which no. we, at the time was called Sterling Drug. Oh, okay. In 1925, a lifeline came in the form of a merger with five other companies to form a conglomerate. Oh, we love when that happens. (laughs) Only good things can come of this. During its time, IG Farben was the largest... (laughs) Sorry, that sounds like a Jerry Lewis thing. (laughs) IG Farben. Oh, boy. (laughs) It was the largest chemical and pharmaceutical company in the world. Oh, boy. How do you think it went for them? Uh, They probably got bought out by someone else. No, we got another war. What? IG Farben played a big part in Germany's World War II efforts and in the Holocaust specifically. Oh my god! (laughs) You can't go full despicable! I have done it! (laughs) Oh my god! I apologize. Oh my god. Well, I guess, okay, I didn't know what I expected because they were in Germany for World War I. It's not like they wouldn't also... 
But where was Fanta, though? Well, you'll be surprised where these guys were, what exactly they were doing. Uh, so they invented sarin gas. Oh, no. As well as Zyklon B. Oh, my which God. Which is the poisonous gas yeah. that was responsible for the death of millions starting in 1942. Holy crap. IG Farben executives were privy to the sheer amount being produced and sold to the SS, <gasps> as well as directly to concentration camps in some cases. <clears throat> there was also a camp built specifically at the behest of IG Farben executives to provide slave labor for their synthetic rubber plant. Named Monowitz, it was one of the three main camps in the Auschwitz complex. So, okay, they're, they're a corporation. They're like, Nazis, you're using a lot of this stuff. A lot of the executives were in the Nazi party. Of course. And then the Nazis were like, hey, now you're doing war stuff. And yeah. like, yeah, we love it. <laughs> and then they were like, actually, you know, we need some slave labor to help make our synthetic rubber to help the war. Could you do that for us? And the SS was like, only too happy to. Okay, okay. Well... <laughs> Um, Bayer specifically had staff leading medical experiments on inmates, Mm. as well as purchasing people from the camp to use in experiments at their own facility. Mm. At the end of the war, Mm -hmm. I.G. Farben's property... Hey, can I say thank God? Yeah, no, I I didn't want to belabor it, but... But it is important to know. the the things I mentioned specifically will come up again. Oh, great. Yep. Mm -hmm. At the end of the war, I.G. Farben's property and assets were seized by the party occupying the zone of the partitioned Germany in which they operated. Mm. So they would be seized by the American or the British or or Russia, depending. Yeah. In 1951, the company was forcibly liquidated into its original eight companies. So separated. Yeah. Okay. Separated back into the original company. Got it. The possibility of destroying the company was raised, but the policy of denazification led to the idea being abandoned, along with the fact that many of IG Farben's foreign deals were entangled with the successors of another famous conglomerate, Rockefeller Standard Oil. Oh, here he is. (laughs) And you know what? If we knew anything, he's fine with Nazis. Oh, yeah, he's chill. He's like, okay, that's why he's working with them. He don't need to denazification of anything. Uh, So if you're not familiar with the policy of denazification, it was, to be extremely brief, the plan to strip both physical and organizational aspects of the Nazi regime from German and Austrian culture, including removing influential figures and holding war criminals accountable. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah? In practice, yeah. it was kind of like when your mom tells you to clean your room, so you just take the mess and you put it under the bed and in the closet and under a pillow or something, and you kind of forget what you were supposed to be doing because you got distracted by the Cold War. So you take some toys out to play with them again, and your mom sees you, and she gets mad. She's like, I told you to put those away. You're like, okay, but I needed them for my economy. <laughs> Which is what Rockefeller did. <laughs> Rockefeller's the child in this, yeah. in this case. Oh, no. So out of 24... 24- defendants yeah in the Nuremberg oh. trial specifically oh, no. for IG Farben oh god yeah only 13 were convicted of any charges oh my god. what do you think was the longest prison term handed out like I would say 19 months it was eight years oh okay well that's still not so wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute I lowballed myself you almost <laughs> thought it was reasonable <laughs> life life is reasonable Hey, Al, I'm so glad those minions are down in Antarctica right now. So a band named Fritz Termier, mm. the chairman of the committee who requested the camp to be built and who had the greatest authority in the planning and usage of concentration camp labor, was sentenced to seven years and served three, getting <laughs> off in 1950 for good behavior. Getting off? No. No. <laughs> I mustn't. No. I mustn't. <laughs> 
And before you come at me with your gotchas uh-huh. saying, if you don't believe in incarcerative justice, how come you want people to be in prison? You're right. I don't want these people to have gone to prison. You don't want to know what I think <laughs> should have happened to them. Not prison. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Anyway, are we? we, we, It's not going to get better. I, you know, I was going to (laughs) ask. You know how people say it gets better to the game? It doesn't. It does. Oh, oh. and they trick us? Yeah. It's not going to get better. It's going to be fine. You can marry now. Mm. So, six years after Tamir's release, Uh. he became chairman of the board for one of the IG Farben spin off companies, Bayer. You know what? When you. They looked at his resume. Oh, you worked for us during these years. Where were you for those three years? Oh, in prison? <laughs> interesting, it's, interesting. It's interesting, interesting. It's interesting that Bayer is okay with hiring felons. In this case. <laughs> in this case, Nuremberg felons. <laughs> you know what a shocking number of people were? Oh, so many. There were so many. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so when he uh, rejoined Bayer, yeah. he was... Rejoined Bayer. <laughs> he did so alongside three of his former IG Farben colleagues. Oh, my God. All of whom were acquitted. They, <laughs> they were fine, actually. They yeah. Fine. Well, they couldn't have... Ugh. Ugh. As well as Ulrich Haberland, mm-hmm. who was the director of Bayer Factories in 1943, and he mm-hmm. couldn't be tried because he was never technically hired. His verbal only promotion. He was just around. He was just, you know, um, uh, what's that movie where the guy was fired? Office space. Oh, yeah. This is the opposite. Yeah. He was just there. He was just there. Well, his verbal only promotion was, uh, his verbal only promotion from leading technician to director was actually intended to create continuity between IG Farben and a post-war Bayer, and it did. So they didn't hire him, like they verbally only hired him specifically knowing that when the allies came in, they wouldn't be able to try him, and he could continue to work for Bayer, and it would create a continuity of their plans. I don't like this. And that's plans. exactly what happened. I like when they're like, hired you, and it's all like quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> We're hiring you. Hired you. Okay, so post-World War II. Yeah. Here's where we're at. I don't like it. Bayer, still yeah. run by Nazis. Still run by Nazis. Still don't have access to their name or any of their products in the U.S. market. Okay, so they, wait, are they Bayer? Oh, no, not in the States. They're, yeah, so they're still Bayer everywhere but in the States. In the States, a different company named oh, Sterling Winthrop owns the Bayer brand mm-hmm. and is, you know, selling aspirin and those things. Okay. So all the advertisements that you would have seen for a certain amount of time yeah. would have been American. Okay. American made, am I right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so they don't have access to their name, logo, or best-selling products in the American market. Okay. But you can't seem to keep a bad dog down under capitalism. Or a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want it back. They want it back. They want it back. They're like, we got to have we it. We got to have it. So Bayer proceeded to purchase American and Canadian pharmaceutical companies in order to regain a foothold in North American markets. <laughs> We're just going to buy it. We're going to, we'll just buy it. Yeah, you can't give it to us. We're going to just buy it. Yeah, like Twitter. How do they get so much money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Because <laughs> they sold all that gas. <laughs> so much. In 1978, yeah. Bayer acquired Miles Laboratories okay. and its subsidiary Cutter Laboratories, okay. acquiring a bunch of different products like Alka-Seltzer okay. and vitamins both one-a-day and Flintstones. Oh, no. <laughs> the Flintstones are safe. Leave, okay. leave them out of this. <laughs> I don't want them to They're see. All... Betty, close your eyes. Oh, you're not here. So for a bit of background on Cutter. Okay. 
It was a family-owned pharma company founded in 1897. Family-owned pharma company seems like an oxymoron. I mean, it's essentially what One. what came out of, like, traveling peddlers with their snake oil. Okay. Is that then they then founded okay. family pharmaceutical companies. But it's not like the Kennedys. No, no, it's not like that. It's like okay. the Cutter family. The cu- Okay, okay. Some of their early hits were an anthrax vaccine. Okay. And the hog collar of virus and serum. Now, when I read this, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I thought it meant that Cutter Labs had invented a virus yeah. and nobody was talking about it. <laughs> Why isn't anyone talking about this virus? <laughs> but what it really means uh-huh. is that Cutter Labs had a special preparation they sold to pig farmers, which would give their livestock hog cholera, or as it's more commonly known, hog- swine flu, oh. and then immediately cure it with their serum. And this was the only way to make a hog cholera-resistant hog at the time. Hog cholera Unfortunately. is really swine flu. Yeah. I think they should go back and call it hog cholera. <laughs> I mean, it's inaccurate because it's not a cholera. But, <laughs> but that's... Uh, unfortunately, this practice also propagated the spread of hog cholera. Yeah, it would make more of it. Yeah, because it's, you know, they're, it's still out there. It's still but out there. you know what they say, you lose 100% of the hogs you don't inoculate to hog cholera. <laughs> We need that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Tyler! No. Tyler, <laughs> you hold on. It's Wait, hold you don't on. Have to. Hold on. Tyler, sweet baby, you don't have to listen to any of these. You don't have to do My it. My sweet, sweet child baby. You can, You do not have to. <laughs> Eventually, Cutter developed the first ever tissue culture vaccine to prevent hog cholera. <laughs> so they did it. Do you think there's hog versions of other diseases? Absolutely. But they're not like, like hog hepatitis. Hogatitis. Hogatitis P. The P stands for pig. (laughs) I'm back on board, baby. Oh, boy. (laughs) I I spent a good 40 minutes reading about hog cholera. (laughs) As you do. Going through old government documents and trying to understand the situation. Buddy, and buddy. I, I don't regret it. No. <laughs> it was a much-needed break. Once you, once you, once you fall into the hog cholera. Pit? <laughs> Get in the pit. Get in the pit. Oh, let me swallow in that for a bit. That was your reprieve. <clears throat> hog cholera is my reprieve yeah. in Despicable May. You get a, a brief breath of air with hog cholera. Don't <laughs> inhale. Please. But then you're inoculated. You're fine. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Are we leaving hog cholera now? Yes, we are. I don't want to. I'm sorry. I know. I can't. I didn't really want to either, <laughs> if I'm honest. Did you try to find a hog cholera ad? Well, there, no, because it was only sold to, to like, veterinarians and oh, stuff. maybe. And farmers in okay. the 1910s. <laughs> oh. Despite Cutter's progress oh. in the field of pig health. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what they were best known for prior to being bought by Bayer. Okay, what were they being known for? It's something that people have actually been talking about again over the past few years. Really? In 1955, yeah. after a successful trial, Cutter was one of the companies that the U.S. government licensed to produce the polio vaccine. Okay. And I Okay. Whew. I thought we were going <sighs> to... No, I feel good. Okay. It's good. It's positive. Yeah, it's positive. It's good. Well. Oh, no. Unfortunately, in what became known as the Cutter Incident... Oh, no. Oh, no. About 120,000 doses of their vaccine contained live polio virus. Uh, 
I'm so sorry. I feel like you're getting despicable fatigue. <laughs> I mean, this is how I get Joker-fied. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on, hold on. They made a polio virus. Yeah, they po- forgot. They made a polio vaccine. Vaccine. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Maybe they misheard. <laughs> they like, was like me. We could do that. We just bottle it up. Oh. It oh, you wanted. Okay. Dead. Well, it, it was actually proven that the negligence was on the part of the National Institute of Health okay. and not the company. <laughs> and it resulted in the National Institute of Health's director stepping down. But the event ha- still became synonymous with the Cutter name. Okay, well, I still feel... It's not great. It's not. I feel like it's not... It's going to get worse. Oh. <laughs> Before you give Cutter a hand for not intentionally giving a bunch of kids polio... I think. I don't know. <laughs> let's speed ahead to what happened after Bayer bought them. Okay. And this is... I would say maybe the worst part. May more hogs? Not hogs. Oh, how many hogs? Not any. No hogs oh, here. No. One of Cutter's products was called Factor Eight. Okay. Which is an essential blood clotting protein that's used to treat hemophilia. Okay. Cutter produced it by deriving the protein from donated blood plasma. Uh oh. In the years directly after Cutter's acquisition, there yeah. was a growing concern over an unidentified disease oh. causing an infectious immune system collapse. Oh no. And by 1982, it was clear that hemophiliacs were becoming a risk group. Oh, no. In January 1983, the manager of plasma procurement for Cutter Biological acknowledged there is strong evidence to suggest that AIDS is passed on to other people through plasma products. Oh, no. I know this one. Rival companies began creating a heat-treated version of their clotting concentrate products, which would be safely used by patients without risk of transmission. Okay. Cutter, on the other hand, Didn't. circulated a letter to distributors in France saying AIDS has become the center of irrational response in many countries and that they were concerned about unsubstantiated speculations that this syndrome may be transmitted by certain blood products. So they're the Ronald Reagan of the blood clotting world. Yes. Yes. Ah. In 1984, still a year before an HIV test would even be introduced to the public, mm. Cutter got approval to sell the heated version of their product, but continued to produce the old version. Why? While the new version was selling well in the U.S. and Europe, Cutter noted in meetings that they had excess inventory of the old product, <gasps> potentially contaminated stock, and proceeded to sell millions of dollars worth of contaminated plasma products in countries such as Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, Japan, and Argentina, oh as well God. as others. The FDA called Bayer and ordered them to comply with regulations and stop selling their old product, telling Cutter's executives that the matter needed to be solved quickly and quietly (laughs) without alerting Congress, the medical community, and the public. Oh, my God. When did this come out? Do you know? It came out in 2003. Oh, my God. When someone that had used the contaminated product and contracted HIV sued the company. Sued the company and it finally all came out, yeah. That's what ends up happening, right? Yeah. It was a big, like awful gross negligence by companies usually comes out when someone gets hurt and then yeah. they sue and they're like oh it goes all the way to the top yeah mm. around the same time a cutter executive noted that there were no longer any markets in the quote-unquote far east where they could expect to sell substantial quantities of their old product oh. only then in july 1985 two and a half years after they identified that they were risking infecting their consumers with hiv <gasps> did they stop shipping the product because of the lack of ability to cross-check medical records between countries oh, and no. the secrecy on the part of both Bayer and the FDA, it is nearly impossible to know the full impact of Bayer's decision to intentionally sell this product and how many people may have been infected with HIV simply by using a product necessary to their health and their lives in a time before HIV AIDS was treatable or even understood. That's despicable, dude. It's fucking... <laughs> it's very bad. Meanwhile, since 1917... 
Sterling Winthrop has been building up goodwill for products like aspirin and Alka-Seltzer, with classic commercials like Plop Plop Fizz Fizz and I Can't Believe I Ate the Whole Thing, both eternally enshrined in American pop culture under the banner of Bayer. And in 1994, Bayer bought Sterling Winthrop, re-securing the rights to their original products, patents, and that classic Bayer cross that's oh. printed on every aspirin in almost every medicine cabinet in North America and beyond. No, we use knockoff. Oh. Yeah? And in 2016... Yeah. They bought Monsanto for $66 billion. <laughs> which I genuinely almost forgot to mention when I was writing this. So they bought for the other crimes. And when they bought Monsanto, everyone yeah. was like, that's not going to be good for your reputation. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you heard about our reputation? <sighs> oh, my God. Okay, sorry. When you're like, Monsanto would be a better <laughs> We'd actually prefer Monsanto. Please. Uh, here are some other bear products and brands. Okay. Afrin, Actrin, Aleve, Alka-Seltzer, Avalox, Canestin, Cipro, Claritin, Diane 35, Elevit, Kylina, Levitra, Mydol, Miralax, Marina, Yasmin, Yasminel, and Yaz. Yaz! <laughs> That is a birth control idea. Yeah. That's why I... Let's see. How many of those do I use on a daily basis? <laughs> Just, well... How about Benadryl? Am I good with that? I think you're good with Benadryl. Okay, Benadryl's fine. Good. That makes me sleepy, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Anyways, that's... Yeah, uh, so... What's the first thing that comes to mind when you say Bayer? Hog cholera. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I picked a pretty innocuous uh, aspirin commercial for us to watch. But it's, it's going to be innocuous. Now we, exactly. we're going to watch it and we're going to be like, mm, I don't know. Um, but this one is in the late 90s after Bayer reacquired the rights to their name in the U.S. And after they... Yeah. Okay. Cool. All the other stuff. All the all The, the stuff. billions of people they killed throughout history. Um, look, tell me about the hogs. <laughs> Tell me a sweet story about the hogs. I want to know about the hogs. <laughs> okay, let's see this ad. It is in our sources, so you can watch it too. Yeah. Yaz. Yaz Manel. Which is what they make. We'll return after these messages. The pain was awful. I was missing my own party. The pain got so bad I wanted to lie down. But it just got worse. Then I rediscovered a real lifesaver. Extra Strength Bayer Aspirin. Nothing's proven stronger than Extra Strength Bayer on tough pain. Not even the leading prescription. It's real relief I can depend on. And my doctor said Original Strength Aspirin can help save your life by protecting your heart. Beautiful. Bayer. Take it for pain. Take it for life. Welcome back to the show. Bear, take it for pain, take it for life. Yep. Is Tylenol not a bear? Uh-uh. Is bear big in Canada? Like, I don't, I'm not, I, I mean, mean, I'm not a, I mean, I am into, heavy into the pain medication, but I never see it on, or maybe it's just innocuous. I think it's so innocuous that you don't see it because I, I would, like, while I was researching this, I would read that a product was a part of their line and go, yeah. is it? And then look up the box and there would be the logo. I'll have, I have Claritin in the house. Maybe I'll go look. Interesting. Okay, so this is a lady. And it's a lady. She, she has a headache. She's got a headache. 
Did you use Tylenol or do you use... I use Tylenol or, or gen- for generic as It doesn't do me. It doesn't help me for my headaches. Yeah, it helps me. It doesn't really... It doesn't help as much when I have a migraine. Yeah. But it helps Maybe for like low-level headaches. Yeah. Um, and she got a headache. Yeah. It's because she has a family and two kids. It's true. And the kids look bad. Uh, it's their birthday party. They're twins. That's why she has a headache. Yeah. So she pops a twofer. She is- wanted to lay down, but it was too bad. Honey, it's never too bad to lay down. <laughs> it's never too late to lay down. And she takes the two pills and she's fine. She's fine. She can party with her kids. She can party with her kids. She's happy and healthy. Now, and white. Oh, well. <laughs> um, they also had the thing, the regular strength bear did said the thing that I said. Yeah. With the heart. Because that's only recently been... Disproven, and this what? is from the late 90s. It, it's like... The idea was that if you took an aspirin every day, yeah. it could prevent your chances of getting a heart attack. Because it it thins your blood. It does something to your like, blood. I don't know. It does something to your it's blood. It's doing something in there. But apparently what I was reading was that it does not prevent your chance of having a first heart attack or cardiac arrest. Oh, okay. Uh, if you take it... If you start taking it daily, I think after that, then it, you're okay. it could help... Good. But if you start taking it every day before you even have heart problems, it could exacerbate the heart problems. Interesting. That you don't have. That you don't. That you. But you could. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the. But tagline, I'm not a doctor, so research that on you. <laughs> the tagline is, "Take it for life." Take it for pain. Take it for life. I don't like that. I don't like it either. Not in my life. No. No, thank you. So usually. In an ad creep, we punch it up. We make it better. <laughs> yeah. But these companies are so despicable that we got to do something with them. You uh-huh. know what we got to do? What? We got to minionify them. We got to minionify them. <laughs> it's like, it's minionizing. It's like unionizing. Yeah. <laughs> with just a bunch of guys. <laughs> so how would I add minions? Because Bear is an awful, despicable Bear, company. And you better believe the minions, the minions were working were, for them. Oh, holy moly. They were working through them throughout. They weren't in Antarctica. They were not in Antarctica. So here's the commercial. You have a lady. Yeah. She has two kids. It's really hard being having two kids and being white. So hard. It's so hard. So head, very hurt. Ouch. <laughs> Take a box out. Put the pills in her hand. You think they're pills, but they're really two little guys. They're minions. And she eats them. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? That tracks a lot more with Bear's history, doesn't it? <laughs> They've been producing minions. Yeah. For human pain relief. Yeah. No, that's, that's despicable. <laughs> they're fine. They like it. I can't, what? Gross. <laughs> they're great. They're great in there. Uh, once you once you um, you take a minion, mm. you can't get a headache anymore. But you can only talk in minion speak. <laughs> so she goes to her kids. It's really a curse. <laughs> She's <laughs> so like banana, like, and her kids are like. Mom. The kids are grown up. Mom, you never told me that you loved me, and you never like banana. <laughs> she has to wear the little goggles. That's the only thing I know that minions say. Banana. How do they speak? They I have no idea. They go doo 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 doo. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how minions speak. I guess we should have researched that. No, we'll watch the minion movies after this is over. Okay, that will be a, a special release on Kofi. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you can don't. This is a lot of work. I'll have to read a full 45 minutes about hog cholera. But I enjoyed that part. (laughs) 
It was the other parts I didn't enjoy. Uh, this is a lot of work weekly, so if you do enjoy it, you can drop us a tip at our Kofi. Yeah, which by the time you listen to this, the URL will be in our Twitter bio. Yep, yes it will. Um, 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 yeah, she just eats the minions and then she turns into one. Yeah, I think that's, that's great. I love that's it. Fine. It's fine. Super, it's super duper. Hey, you want a cleansing? I would love... <laughs> I would love a cleansing! <laughs> okay, buddy. I would love a palate cleanser. Okay, buddy. We're going to do... some hot cholera? Gonna... <laughs> Anything better. We're going to do... Um, we're going to do a, a Louisiana, New Orleans yeah. local ad that goes from zero to a hundred. Hell yeah. Really quickly. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Are you ready for... A... The special guy. I'm so ready. Okay, let's watch it. You can see it in our sources. Frankie and Johnny Furniture is having a sale. Right now, you can buy three complete rooms of furniture for only $699 with only $250 down. Just $50 down on select items will put you in a great bedroom set or living room set today with no problem. All senior citizens get a 10% discount. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Are you on welfare or social security? Are you newlyweds? No problem. Come see us. I say, I say, I say, this is Frankie and Johnny's, a place that lets you have it with no problem. I like to buy a bedroom set. Do you have any credit? No, I receive social security and welfare. You have to see the special man. Let With no problem. I like to buy a living room set. Do you have any credit? No, I filed bankruptcy. You have to see the special man. Let With no problem. I say, I say, see Frankie and Johnny, he's a credit man in town for only $50 down if you put you in a living room set, a bedroom set. Today, see the special man. I got the $50. Let With no problem. I got with no problem. You know they say they say there are no small parts, only small <laughs> actors. Oh honey, they ain't no small actors. And each of those parts wasn't big. No. But they really embodied the roles. It was an orchestra. It was. I love the way that each person had their part, and they would just hit, hit the same beats, and it would just like progress and progress, and like. And every time they, every time they came on screen, you just oh. And when the special man says, "Let her have it," <laughs> yeah, let her fucking have it. This is Frankie and Johnny's furniture. Uh, see the special man. See the special. I would love to see the special man. <laughs> So it's a furniture store, and it just it it starts off like a typical local ad. Yeah. No, no down payment. No whatever. Blah 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 blah. Then Frank. Then who who who? I couldn't tell you. Frankie. This is Frankie. Okay. She's the Costanza like lady. Yeah. She does a little cha cha cha. It was very good. She's good. She came right at me. And then a customer sees her. I assume husband Johnny. Yeah. His pompadour. Really good. <laughs> so, really a, good. A toupee. B. Very, very obviously a toupee. C. So high. D. Just sprayed to high heaven. Oh, it was really good. And he's got special glasses. Yeah. And so the, here are these customers. They need some furniture. And uh, they come to Frankie and he's like, You don't need to see me. See the special you man. You need to see the special man. And the special man's hype man. <laughs> yeah. That was maybe my favorite part. <laughs> The special man's hype man? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The special yeah. man would say, let her have it. And the hype man would be like, yeah! Do it! <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. That really brought my energy back up to a more good place. Yeah, thank you. Good. I'm so glad. If you have a local ad... Look, folks, we have another 
episode or two? One. One more. One more, because we're not doing five (laughs) (laughs) of Despicable May. So if you have a local ad that will cleanse us of the despicableness, um, We'd love to see that. Please, please send it to us at creeps at gmail.com. Also, we're on Twitter and Instagram at ad creeps. Yes. We love to hear from you. Yes, please. (sighs) <sighs> Ooh. Okay. Okay, okay. We can do this, bud. We're yeah. only three in. We got one more. <laughs> got one more to go. This one, you're, you're free. I'm free. You don't have to research anymore. No, I can do a fun one next. You always do fun ones. Well. <laughs> okay. Until next time, we, we are, are signing, signing off. There comes a day when I'll be the one you see. It's gonna be despicable May. Mm, but first, a word for my spouse. <laughs>